Sessions with Mary Jane. I'm Rena Ezra. And I'm Jordan Freed. We are without our third humper, uh, Brendan O'Brien, today, but uh, our guest is definitely a special one today, mm-hmm. so it makes up for our are not having Brendan <laughs> while he's in the woods of Maine today. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that sounds like fun. <clears throat> yeah. Would you like to say our guest name? Well, our guest is multi-talented. He is very funny. Uh, that's how I met him, through comedy. Um, and then I saw his mixtaper EP, and he is also very musically talented. Um, and also, he can act. Yeah, he can he also acted. act, too, and yeah. we're also in his bedroom recording this episode, and he has great artwork that he made And he was well. on our last short film. Um, give it up no. for uh, Talent Harris, hey. Jr. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, even though you're in my home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. mutual have. Thanks for, thanks for the haves, you know. It's not bad. It's a relationship. Um, you know, just chilling. It's just very good to be here. It's good to be back in Brooklyn and just seeing things alive. Like, we're up in Jersey, so we don't have, like, this kind of action. Like, we have, like, family action, yeah. but, like, it's not, like, young people and, yeah, like, weird shit energy, going yeah. on. Like, yeah. I definitely miss being in a place where weird shit can happen. This this, block, this area is very wild, so <laughs> I'm sure. I can see a couple of video game characters and shit. <laughs> where did you grow up? Uh, Long Island. Long Island, New York. Oh, oh, oh so that's kind of convenient. Speaking of, yeah. Because <laughs> we actually have a challenge for you based off of uh, that, because we know that you are also a musician mm-hmm. and you rap pretty well. Uh-huh. Uh, so just in the background of this episode, to guide the conversation a little bit, uh, you're going to have to come up with some Long Island rappers. That's easy. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, no, I, I do. <laughs> no, no, she was like, is he going to be able to come up with rappers if we part? just say rappers? And I was like, no, you have to no. narrow it down. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't mean, so I was saying rappers. that if it's just rappers, that's very broad. Like, obviously, very we broad. had to narrow down the list. But again, you throughout the entire show, we're How just going to have conversations, as many as you want. You're going to list as many that fills the length of the Like, podcast. we'd obviously prefer canon and, like... If there's some weird shit that, like, we should know about as, like, people who are not from Long Island. Like, my mom is from Long Island, but she's from, like, deeper Long Island. All right, are we, like talking, ties. are we talking, like, like, uh, like notable, notable, or are you talking about just, like, people that I know? That Probably make, notable. That, oh, oh, you mean... Notable for the official challenge, yes. but, like, okay. we definitely want to hear about, about your experience yes, music that's in Long yes. Island. No, yeah. It's definitely a lot of Long Island. And uh, you can interrupt at any time. You can mm-hmm. shout them out at any time. So right. people like to tackle the challenge, and you know everyone uses a different strategy. Well, uh, there's somebody from my town. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of Keith Murray. Keith Murray. Keith He's Murray. He's from Long Island. He was signed to Def Jam Ooh. in the nineties. On the list. So you were in. Yeah. You've been. You were in Long Island for. When did you move out? Like how for how long? What age were you? Um, I, I left Long Island uh, after ninth grade. Um, 14? Mm. Yeah, I was 14 years old. And then I moved to Westchester. It was really a punishment because um, <laughs> I, I was starting to... I actually failed my first class ever. I used to be like an honors kid. And then I guess my mom, she was just afraid, afraid of me, just my life spiraling. Mm-hmm. So she sent me to live with my dad and shit. So, so when I lived with my dad in Westchester, Mount Vernon, New York, 
um, went to high school, private school. My punishment was to go to an old boys uh, Catholic school. Wow. How yeah. was that? I mean, I hated it at first, <laughs> but it ended up like, I ended up meeting like lifelong friends. Yeah, I was going to ask you, yeah. you're still in touch with people. Yeah. From back like I'm going, theory. next month I'm going to California with um, like four of my friends from high school, so. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So how do you like Brooklyn? You moved here two Last More year. than that. Oh, only not it's even only a year yet. Wow. August, I moved to Brooklyn. Why do you feel like you've been here? Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah. So how do you like it? How was the? I was in Jersey City before that. I oh like... yes, Jersey City. Yeah. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like uh, it's it's close to everything. Comp like everything. So many shows around. Mics. It's just always something going on in Brooklyn for comedy. You know, and when there's something going on in the city. Mm-hmm. Like 30 minutes away On the train I don't drive So It's convenient Yeah it's nice <laughs> For me it's, it's the perfect place We were just in a car accident So we, <laughs> we we're, we're trying to avoid The cars <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. You know Screw people I'm just not uh, I'm not Especially Jersey drivers <laughs> But um, But you You mentioned Obviously we know you do Comedy You do stand up But I personally Don't know what was your like aha moment or like you're 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 like oh hmm, yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna try this I'm gonna do stand up or was it some other form of comedy that led into that first? Um, I feel like it was just hanging out with friends and just laughing, like, cause the first time I actually did stand up was like I've only been doing it seriously like for three years, mm-hmm. past three years, but I did it for the first time eight years ago. Um. Like, I was on, like, the first time I did stand-up, I was in Minneapolis or whatever. Or maybe I was, like, maybe it was, like, hosting a mic or something at a CW Post. Whoa. I think. Wow. This maybe, like, hosting. It was, like, some, like, American Idol. Some, like, you know, like, some, some fake American Idol. Thing yeah. Like and I was just, like, the host for that or whatever. And, um, like, I didn't really have any material. I was, you know, I was just hosting and just, like. But the first time I actually, like, prepared material and, like, did it on stage was, like, eight years ago. It went well. And then, like, the second time I did it, it was in San Francisco. I was on this, like, small tour for, like, something music-related. And we just ended up getting this funded tour where we did five cities or whatever. And, um, the like, the leader of it, um, the project, he, he had known that I'd been, like, thinking about doing comedy and stuff like that. Like, oh, you want to open up for, like, eight minutes or whatever? Like, not me not knowing, like, eight how long eight minutes was. <laughs> but it went well. First time, second time, not so well. I kind of got scared off from it, mm. like, and didn't do it again until, like, five years later. But I don't know. It's just always been a personality trait of mine. Mm. I'm just always trying to make something funny like I'm making fun of anything all the time like so what's your process like you see something funny and you log that in the back of your head or yeah. you write jots down are these like jokes like one liner jokes or you do things in a story format I feel like a little bit of everything um like sometimes you got a funny story you'll start from there um sometimes most of the time it'll be like something um I'm in a conversation with somebody and I say something that makes them laugh and I'll be like, okay, how can I 
put that in the joke form. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just set up, and then I'll end with the, the funny part, you know? I've read a lot of different books on, like, just writing comedy that I think really helped me, like, figure out how to categorize just things that I've been doing, like, without knowing what it was called and then figuring out how to just... Like, technically. Technically, just <laughs> keep doing it and just... Taking all the words, taking the unnecessary words out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you have, we were talking earlier, you have a picture of, or your own picture of, because of course you're, like you said, multi-talented, you also make digital art, of Richard Pryor on your wall. Is he the inspiration for you? I want to say the, but definitely one of of them. Mm. He's one of, I definitely borrow from his, you know. Also, your the dad? voices he does. Yeah, my dad. I was going to ask, is he... He was... Uh, what was it? What was it? Sorry, I interrupted you earlier. You no, said Richard Pryor's uh, voice, like... The, the voices he does, you know? Uh, specifically when he does, like, his white, his white people impression. Yeah, like, yeah. That's very, <laughs> yeah. very influential on, I think, my style and stuff like that. And um, your dad, when... You went into stand-up, or whether you, like, told your dad or not, or just started doing it, what was your dad's reaction? Um, he was kind of like, oh, cool. Like, he was supportive, but, um... He's he, like, oh, you're <clears throat> in competition. Nah, he was... <laughs> I actually sent him... I have... I still have the video somewhere on my computer, but I remember I have recorded it, and I sent it to him, because I was, like, so, like, I'm like... Yeah, I remember I hate what I hate about watching the video back. Every time I said something that would get a laugh, I would say, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I noticed that. It's funny that he said I noticed in every, when I started watching your videos, or then seeing your videos on social media, that's like something I just took note where I was like, yeah. he says that every time after. Well, yo, that's crazy. That's great. I'm like, yo. I guess that's your line. That's your tagline. <laughs> that's your tagline, yeah. That's just something I'm trying to cut out of my, like, the little, <laughs> little fillers, you know, like, like, and... I'm going to spend this whole yeah. quarantine so I don't have to say that. But, <laughs> yeah, when I first started doing stand-up, um, well, my dad didn't tell me until, like, I got a year in. He was like, yeah, I wanted to make sure you get a year in before I really started, like, to help you because I wanted to make sure it's, like, something that you really want to do because... Hmm. I, he just knows how it, it could be and it's like people come in and, and they leave you know it's not really for the faint of heart it's like cause bombing is not fun and you're gonna, nah. you're gonna bomb, <laughs> and you're gonna bomb a lot when you're trying to write jokes and figure out your voice and shit is that like the advice you would give to somebody who is who's starting it now I don't know a lot of people also took interest in it coming out of the pandemic or coming out of the the quarantine people sitting in the hubs of their own room and just writing and just writing and writing and writing like you would be um is that was that well I'm gonna just change directions for a bit was that one of your fears like was bombing or did you have any fear when you went up there you're just like no I'm just gonna do it I'm just gonna who gives a fuck like I mean it's always scary like even like if I had a show tonight I'll be nervous before I go up it's always terrifying but I don't know I just felt I had to do it or if I didn't like pursue stand up like I feel like I just wouldn't be happy with my you know I would always have that in the back of my mind like I never even like never even tried that or it's like 
Because every time I would just watch stand-up, I just used to, I don't know, it's just a connection. I, I would just be like, yo, I feel like I just do that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I already just, I, I do this and when I'm just like, in life, just in- talking to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, I'm like. So it would be a missing piece, like if you did that. I had to. And honestly, it's been, um, it's been, I've never been, like, picked up something like this fast, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And been able to, like, just, I don't know. Yeah, I know the first time I saw you, it was very good. <clears throat> I want to say it was, like, Yonkers Comedy Club, maybe? Is that oh, possible? yeah, maybe. Yonkers, it was one of those Westchester comedy clubs, and, like, I had a oh. god-awful set. <laughs> they were not having me. Uh, <laughs> but then you came on, and you, you had, like, a very, very good set, and, like, I was like, I did not catch what your name was, and then... Did I we meet up, at Yonkers? Uh, I don't know if I talked to you at it, to be honest. I think I just might have seen you. Uh, and then I think I booked you off of that. I yeah, I talked to Marcus. Marcus was on that show. He took me out there after we had a show in Brooklyn. Okay. And then, uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a, a good trip. Yeah. It was fun, because that was, like, one of the first nights that I was like, oh, this is, like, what the benefits of being in the tri-state area is. Yeah. Is like, you could legit just do two shows in two very different towns yeah. and, like, very different audiences and, like, be able to test out, <clears throat> is this joke actually good yeah. or is this just something that I've been saying to the same people a yeah. hundred times, you know? Yeah, do, you, do you have any uh, And you have been like A couple of years back in Like you were not experienced Whatsoever And I was nah, like Oh I know. you look like You've Yonkers, been doing forever <laughs> Yonkers It's like Yonkers was like Definitely like One of the first year in probably Definitely yeah. Wow Where did you Yeah where did you pick up on Or learn by When you like Has there been Like an example You can give Where you tested Material out In one room And it was it was a success, and then another room just did not respond to it well. I mean, that happens all the time. <laughs> um, what were the two groups? Were there two various groups? What it's was like, the uh, I can give you an example, like, of recently, because I, when our DMX passed away, I've been doing this mm-hmm. DMX joke, and so I, I've done it in, like, um, like, hipster rooms or... Where it's mostly, you know, young, young white people. It goes over well. It was very, like, maybe the day after he died, though. You know what I mean? So it's, like, fresh. It's, like, I'll do it here. It works. I, I, and then I'll do, I did, it like, another room where it was, like, um, you know, it's, like, middle-aged, uh, 40s, like, older uh, black people, Spanish people. So I did it. It was just like they just looked at me like I eventually I I, um, I climbed out of it. But it's like because the initial line that I do is like a one liner. It's like I'm like, it's like I don't know if y'all know about DMX, man. DMX is the only rapper to drop two albums in one year and go platinum twice in one year on crack. The only rapper to ever do that. And that's the one liner. It's like, I do it one place and it's like, big laugh. And then I did it another place. The black people, they're just like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, nah, that's, not, that's not funny. 
Have you uh, have you thought about uh, how one day you're gonna have to play the Apollo? Because like somebody said to me, they were just like the one thing. My one piece of advice is never play the Apollo. <laughs> I would, and I was like, I didn't know if that was a me advice or an every comic advice. <laughs> I would do it. I would. I would do it just to say that I did it. But it's like I'm not going to. That's not going to be like. People go to the you know, when people get when they're going to the Apollo, people get dressed. They they're getting ready to boo. They, <laughs> in the mirror, they're like, boo, nah, boo. Like they're trying. They're they came to boo. I like that. You know? Getting dressed. So it's like <laughs> anything. Like they just could. You come out. They don't like your shirts. Like boo. It's, I had a, one of my boys, um, Reggie Kush, or uh, Reggie Reggie Edwards. He went up there, very funny comic. Got booed on stage. He's from St. Louis though, too. So it's like he talk real slow. So it's like they not gonna they not gonna they ain't probably ain't give him a chance to even like get into his <laughs> shit before he just start getting booed. So it's like. I'd do it for the experience, but I don't really hope, you know. Yeah. Have you made an album? You've recorded any comedy material? No, not comedy. But down the line, definitely. And how many albums for music? For music? Yeah, full set, full collection that you've recorded. I've recorded three. All on Spotify? People can access that? Only one is on Spotify. Uh, Freak Butt by Talon Harris. It's like the Talon Harris Freak Butt EP. Freak Butt is very good. Thank you, man. Yeah, no, I'm a big fan of Freak Butt. Um, wait, wait, wait. Where are the other two? Uh, Not ready to release? You see one on SoundCloud. Uh, and wait, did I make... I might have made three albums? Yeah, but they're really old. It's like you know, I deleted like old mm. the older shit, and yeah. it's like you might be able to find one on like Bandcamp or some shit. I don't even remember, but they're all on my computer somewhere, on my iTunes. So who do you pull from stylistically? Music. For, yeah, for music. Shit, everybody, everybody. I don't. I say my shit is like. I really like old school boom bappy, like soulful music, soulful R and B. It's like if there's an artist you could collaborate with right now, who would it be? They have to be alive. Erica Badu. Erica Badu for sure. Where's she chilling at? Let's let's hook it up. Where's she at? I don't know. <laughs> Where's she hiding at? I think she's Easter Ray, tell me if I talk my Google. I think. Does your Google like really Google have Easter, Easter Ray's voice? voice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't joking. I, okay, now I have to get her attention. Okay, Google. No, we, we can't. What's the weather? <laughs> oh, come on. I wonder how do they do that? Like, how many voice, vocal sessions did you have to go with? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, chat. Google. Is it SAG? What day is it today? <laughs> 
Sí. She's right there. <laughs> She's right there. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like she's right there. You're like, with me, she has to come into the booth, and they're like, all right, you got to say every day of the week. You've got. She spent hours in this booth recording every single word in the dictionary just so yeah. they can program this and put it. To, no, I'm just kidding. They didn't do that. Think she gets a check every time somebody like talks to her. You no, know, <laughs> probably not. Yeah. But she probably had a nice deal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she's fine. I was going to ask you, uh, not to keep flip-flopping between comedy and music, but it feels natural. Uh, yeah, that's my <laughs> it does, that's you my know. Life. We're going to keep you off balance They're a little in their bit. <laughs> I was going to say, who do you think is, like, the comic who is, like, the comic right now, who is, like... Challenging the game right now, like whether it's in Brooklyn that you see around or somebody you're seeing like on your radar, like kind of popping up, like you're like, oh, I kind of want to uh, see what's up with them. Like, who do you think is like the right now comic? Because like I struggle with this when people ask me like who I like right now. I so, really like who you really like. Well, I really like Michael Che right now. I feel like he's about to. Cause he just dropped his show too. His, have you seen the sketch show? No, I haven't. Oh man, we might have to watch a few episodes before you guys go. <laughs> <laughs> so good, it's so good. Who, is he, good. who else does he write with on that show? He writes with. Now I'm intrigued. I was probably gonna watch it anyway, but. I think he writes with some people. And that's on HBO, right? He writes with some people from SNL, Sam J. Oh, cool. Um, fucking. Matt Richards. I'm not sure if you guys know. Who's in it? Who performed? Who's also uh, actors in the sketches? It's a lot of like. Who the fuck is it? it? <laughs> just it's look it's up. like just like really like people that you wouldn't recognize, but also like stand ups, like New York stand ups. A lot of them in That's there. Cool. Um, so yeah, I don't think it That's would be sweet. people you guys would recognize, but definitely it's hilarious. The topics are fucking. I don't know. I don't know if you have like ever watched Michael Trey stand up. I have no. I like him. I feel like he has a very strong point of view that like it sticks. Like he does it. Like I feel like he is not dated, which a lot of comics are dated. Yeah. Like he is an older comic. I just feel like it's like he. I feel like he gets a big laugh with like very. It's no heavy lifting in his sets, mm-hmm. I feel like. It's just like... And it's like, there's no extra words. And... He just makes... Ser- he talks about serious shit and makes it silly, too. I like that. Like, he'll just, like, turn some serious shit into... Just talk about gentrification. Right? Just talk about white women killed Biggie. He said shit about Israel and Palestine like weeks ago, and people yeah. were up in arms about oh, it. Yeah. And now look what's happening. Yeah. And it's like people yeah. were up in arms about that I shit. Remember when he did, it. he did a little vaccine joke about Israel, and then he got yeah. anti-Semite. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Yeah, I I do think that he is. Yeah. He's definitely up there right now. But yeah, I feel what like a, he needs that seminal special. I know. Sure. I know a kid that um. I don't know. He's probably been doing comedy maybe as long as me. Um, doing a show around here somewhere. He just DM'd Michael Che, and then Michael Che just happened to answer like, "Yeah, I'll do the show." What? Fuck it. Like, Sweet. What? I'm what? Like, oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah, I think that show's like on the twenty eighth or something. I'm going. <laughs> <Bye. to> <clears throat> yeah, that sounds awesome. 
Do you think he would be a good um, host, late night host, if Michael Shay had, oh, yeah. uh, had an opportunity and then they get out of here, Jimmy Fallon? And then, like, yeah. you know, like, yeah. I, I wouldn't I'm go that good. far, but I would say, yeah, I would say he definitely. No, he's be better good. than the Tonight Show. Anyway. I feel like he's he wouldn't want to do something. So like, I don't know. I feel like he's happy with the once a week thing. Or is that every night, Jimmy Fallon? It's once a week, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, uh, four nights. I thought it was four every, nights? yeah. yeah. Four or four five. Is I thought five? it was five nights. I thought it was Monday to Friday. Yeah, no, he might be five nights a week. Yeah, that's a crazy-ass job. Yeah, I'm going show. But, yeah. Showbiz is so hard that if you get that job, like, you can't really complain. <laughs> like, it's just, just like you got to show up and do it. You make a bigger paycheck. I mean, he's probably living, like, he's, you know, he has a nice... Uh, you know, getting a nice paycheck now, but it is true when you were just talking about scheduling, though. That's true, though, because his like probably the time you would take to do your creativity or your own stuff, like if you wanted to do his next stand up special or whatever, the next sketch or whatever, like that would be all of your time now yeah. into that late show. Although, so that would, that would like, take up those shows all shoot during the day. They're, like, very ideal. Like, SNL is uh, legit, like, a psychopath show. Like, that is, like, not... Like, I don't yeah, even know how, like, long. labor rights activists haven't shut down SNL. Like, that's, like, not legal. <laughs> what they do. But, like, they're just doing it for the art, you know? Yeah. And it's, like, fine. But, like, every other show is, like, normal. Like, you get off at, like, normal hours. Did <laughs> <laughs> you do SNL? Oh, yeah, I do SNL. He's keeping it on the maps. He's already auditioning. <laughs> nah. He's keeping it on the seat. Yeah. yeah, do you have when are you, when are, when do you, you audition? Yeah, do you have your characters in your back pocket? I don't, but I gotta, gotta get my white characters up. I got some black characters, so I gotta get those. That was sad. I got, a, I got a pretty good uh, Rick Ross impression. Rick Ross? Ooh. Yeah. That, that would be a good one. I don't know if anybody has one on SNL, do they? Does Chris Red have one? He does a lot of hip hop. They have to just give me the suit, you know? <laughs> I would watch that for sure. Yeah, that would be a good SNL audition. I'm like picturing myself watching the YouTube video now, just like. <laughs> <laughs> You know about the, the the audition. It's like five minutes of stand up, and then they make you do impression. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys seen? You go in and out. You're quick. Have you Have you seen um, Will Ferrell's uh, SNL audition? I think I have. Yeah, I think I have too. It's like <laughs> some shit he does when he's pretending to be a cat. <laughs> yeah. I think he does an impression of a cat. <laughs> he's also he, he. I mean, he's a. We were kind of spoiled with the cast that we got. What, his class? Yeah, and uh, who uh, who else was that? Right, Kristen Wiig came after him? Or were they around the same time? The cast that came after that, there were two that we were spoiled. I mean, I don't know. What do you think of the cast now? Because I, I like... Some I mean, of, I, I did really not watch it. That. I, don't, I time, only, but. you know, I watched, like, select episodes. It's like... I feel like New Yorkers don't watch SNL. I feel like it's too long. Those sketches are way too long. Oh my long. god. Oh my god. We have this conversation all the time. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. They don't end It's like they the have their moments, end. but then it's just like they drag it's it out. so much yeah. filler and it's like it's just No. It's it's I kinda like when they just laugh and they break. Those are my favorite parts. <laughs> the sh- like the episode when Chappelle was on was pretty funny. 
Did you guys watch the Elon Musk episode? It's so yes. bad. Yes. <laughs> but, it, but it was like, that's what made it, it made it funny because it was, it was bad. Yeah. It was like... <laughs> Yeah. It was better than I expected. Actually, he's not an evil genius because like, like he could guy. People... I, I hate the way he moves. <laughs> Every time he's talking, he would just keep moving. Like, he does that with his head. Like, <laughs> he just kept like. I'm like, yo, this guy's a fucking robot. Yeah, he's a robot. I think he's artificial intelligence. That's my my conspiracy theory about him. How do you how do you feel about all that stuff? The future, like artificial intelligence. Are it's you like about it? Or are you trying fucking to fight scary it? as fuck? Yeah, scary as fuck. Have you heard about the fucking shit with Elon Musk? They're coming out with some like some neural Neuralink. Shit? Yeah, they did it where they put a chip in the I monkey's brain and that he plays a game. Sense to also, me. someone's competing with the monkey now too. Which that doesn't make sense to me. They're gonna put something in your head that makes your brain more optimal. Yeah. Like yeah. what? Are you talking about? Well, like, how is it possible that our brain can like remember all of the words that it remembers, but there's no like data written out? Like, there must be data written out somewhere we just can't interpret yeah. it. So that's what's like. Eventually, it should be that exact, right? Because like, there should be like tiny, tiny particles that should be like, this is what is going through their head right now. Yeah. Yes, you can see all of this because they are seeing all of this. I just can't fathom like you making something that works inside the human like something artificial going with the biological it doesn't make sense to me i mean but they do it anyway with um like when dad had a heart attack and you put the uh i mean it's a metal plate but you put a sense in or you have i mean they i mean for biologically there are a lot of people with um Artificial. They were, oh, what was the thing I just read recently? Where they're also making an artificial heart for people who don't have, who can't get to the tr- the transplant fast enough. It buys them more time, basically, and then they're just making this thing. It's completely synthetic. It's only human made. They put it in, and it's functioning as it like you know normally. It's for you to survive and do whatever. It's bizarre. I don't know. I just I feel like shit like that is more. Practical. But you don't like the neurological. I just feel like they don't know any. I feel like they don't know shit about the brain. There's so much they don't yeah. know. <laughs> that no, is the scary part. There's. I no feel like they just yeah. don't know shit about the brain. Like. Well, I'm not gonna be the person getting tested on. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I, mean, <laughs> I feel like honestly, you guys are too poor. I feel like they wouldn't test us. <laughs> they would not test us. They would not test us. For the right price, they would test it on yeah. us. Because I would say yes, yeah. If they did pay me a million dollars, we'll just see it. As a, yeah. We'll just see it as an ad as for like mad money, like oh. <laughs> I just have to sleep here for for a few weeks. A million dollars to control the comedian's brain. <laughs> What's the worst thing that can happen? So go to you for that, but you're not rich enough to fly to uh, Mars. That, with... that Black Mirror shit is. You ever you watch Black Mirror? Oh yeah. I have not. No. What you never seen Black Mirror? Yes, we have. Oh wait, yeah, Black Mirror. Yeah, the one where it's like people are like running back memories and shit. Yeah. That would be so useful. Like, like. What are you talking about? It did not happen like that. Like, yes, it did. Like, when people That's be a good idea. Shit up. That would solve a lot of criminal cases that are not, Yo. that were cold cases that have not, that would actually be very good. That'd be very helpful. Is it See? really, does it count as snitching if you just look at my memory? Look <laughs> <laughs> if they forcefully do I it. Didn't even also, say how that. would you have, how do people get access to that? Where there's a whole thing, you know, your iPhone, you need your, your face. It would probably have some, like, they're not allowed it to go It would have in. some Apple encryption. Like. So they're able to hack your brain? Uh, that's going to be allowed? Uh, that you need to have rights. They can't do that. 
Also, if but your partner, also, if your partner able, was able to hack your brain, and then now she knew what you were thinking about her, and then and that, was, released, that, was that, that was that episode. It got like the guy he he was kept thinking that his girl was cheating, and he looked at her memory, <laughs> seen her get him <laughs> That's so fucking fucked up. Also, like I don't want to like it's too much. It's like. That one in the video game one. Pandora's box, yo, that, that was the fucking weird. The video game one was, was fucking weird. It was insane. It was. It made me uncomfortable. <laughs> Remember that one? With Kurt Russell, the son or whatever his name was, where he played that guy, the blonde, the blonde haired dude. Yeah, where he's. That was such a sad ending too. That was so. That was terrible. That was terrible. Wait, you talking about the swiping vipers? Wasn't, oh, you're no, talking no. about the the video game one where he's tra- well. I don't want to spoil it because anyone. Wait, you talking about the pick? You talking about the oh, pick on, your man. own adventure one? Oh no! Well, is that what it's There's, called? Now I gotta look it up. I'll tell you're you. You talking about the pick oh, your she's own the, adventure? Yeah, or there might be a few. There, mm, yeah. Well, there were there were multiple video game ones. So that's right. I didn't specify. Are you a big gamer? I am. I want to say big, but I like video games. What do you play on? Xbox, um, Call of Duty, 2K. Used to be a lot of Grand Theft Auto online. Playtest. I was trying to get the streaming thing going, but my Wi-Fi is not too strong. Anymore. That's the episode in Black Mirror. It's called Playtest. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, wow. Wi Fi is a crazy thing. Like, you don't even realize how much Wi Fi it takes for things until you, like, really realize how many pixels are in every image and how much data each pixel takes up. And then you're like, oh, yeah, wow. That's, like, just going all around us at all times. Like, I think people. Causing cancer and shit, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know about cancer, but, like,. Maybe cancer, but <laughs> I feel like cancer. I feel like well, I think that's probably why everybody's just stressed all the time. Is because all these electronic signals are like right. passing through our brain, and like I think there's Everybody's like like why am I so fucking anxious? It's like Wi-Fi, like searching through your body. That sounds like a fucked up superhero. He's just anxious all the time. His name's Bluetooth, or he's like, what? Or he's hotspot. He's a hotspot. Hey, the hotspot or whatever. Ben with boy. (laughs) (laughs) He just just has lines of code. (laughs) I went to uh, Ireland like six or seven years ago. And they had such good Wi-Fi on their buses. And, like, I feel like America still does not have any Wi-Fi on any of their public transit that works. No. It's terrible. It's so it's bad. It's not good. It's like also, it's not that hard. The They're so advanced. They're able to get an actual good network underground. I'm surprised they haven't been able to yet. Like, they've been... Like, it's... I feel like our subways are shitty. They're very bad. I feel like they're purposely not making them good because people will make too much money. Because they, they want people to be miserable. <laughs> yeah, I think like keeping people at a lower tier. Well, did they fix it while COVID was going on and they closed it? Well, they put a bunch of those new things, the new, you, for your Metro card when you swipe okay. in, I, whatever on your phone, they did that. But they couldn't fix That is pretty else. dystopian, how you could just, like, charge your phone. Like, charge your Metro card with your phone, basically, just... That's your ticket. Your that's phone how I get is your life bus. now. Yeah, like your legit. Life, everything's on your phone. 
I could travel anywhere in America just by using my phone and, like, have nothing else. Like, I could just be a smelly man who just goes around America and spends my last money. <laughs> Maybe I should do it. <laughs> um, you, do you have any Long Island rappers that you'd like to throw in the mix? Long uh, Island rappers. <laughs> you got one. <laughs> I think Eric Sermon. Hmm. I think Eric Sermon's from Long Island. Yep, that's right. No, I'm sorry, Talon, but you're not allowed to use your phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. we just uh, got to <laughs> make sure we oh, can't wow. talk to you. I didn't even do the bit. I, uh, I usually do a bit about throwing the phone out the window or something. Um, wow. But you got to keep your phone. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right, that's true. You it's weird because, like, we're, we're in your space, so I can't just, like, steal your phone and, like... Hide we it don't, somewhere. We don't do that to our guests. Hey, I haven't been on my phone. I don't need my phone. Usually I put up a firewall. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty now addicted where? to my phone. It's pretty hard for me to not be on my phone. Yeah, how addicted are you to yours, Talent? Pretty, as, as much as everyone my age. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I find myself just scrolling through the same shit twice, <laughs> three, four times. Like, it's bad. But I try to read and shit. <laughs> What are you reading now? What am I reading? I'm finishing this book about um, cats taking care of cats. <laughs> That's adorable. That's such a yeah. good. What a good father. Yeah, I, like, I want to give you a round of applause. I'm the bowl right say. now, so not. <laughs> when, he has a, when he has a kid, he's not gonna read those kid books. <laughs> just for his cat, but for having raised a child, I'm no. going YouTube for the kid. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also in the middle of like another like uh, screen screen screenwriting book. Ooh. Ooh. I think it's called um, Story. Have you done a lot of screenwriting? Have I done a lot? Um, yeah, like you've got some uh, shorts in your like your short films. I'm or working on like episodes. A, I'm working on a little web series, like with like episodes and stuff. Um, Nice, nice. But only experience I have is like doing like comedy sketches, collaborating with whatever you see me post yes. on like Instagram. Yeah. What part of your life do you think is the most like cinematic? Like what as you were living it, like what made you think like this is this is a movie, I gotta I gotta put this out there. I mean, not really like not that you put it put out your own life, but like what like I don't know. What is the inspiration to get you into film? Is it just like you I do think all it's the other more stuff and that's the completion? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's like more of like um, a resume thing. Like I want to like instead of auditioning and stuff, I want to like have something to like just like create your own yeah, just content to, yeah to send somebody like oh this is what I'm capable of oh, need to oh, give me like okay. a job give me an door somewhere else you're That's building your own portfolio yeah. gotcha I don't know a little resume little well video. I've seen the stuff that you put on like YouTube mm -hmm. and like the self release stuff that you and like your group of comics have been putting out yeah. and it's very uh, inspiring like it's very cool Thank like you, I feel man. like you guys can just put out a show and people would watch it. Like, I agree. Uh, Brooklyn's definitely the place to be also to, like, get on people's radar and, like, attract a bunch of people to keep watching it so that you can keep putting it up and just keep perfecting it. Yeah. 
it's also just uh, production level. Like, you have a bunch, you're uploading separately, randomly, but now it's just like, okay, now piece it together, like you are saying, as a series, yeah. a web series. And now it's like, okay, do a narrative, and people see what you can do with a narrative, yeah. as opposed to a bunch of random sketches in the line. But you see, like, a lot of people doing that. We were talking about HBO, where they, when they had a Black Lady sketch show, there was a very common theme where they had a bunch of people with sketches now figuring out ways to make each sketch connected. Mm-hmm. And then it's in, like, this whole big... Uh, I don't know story but there's a bunch of like random characters within but then they'll have you know um that's what's funny that just made me think of when uh I, I was like we were uh looking up news for our other podcast or whatever but I, that, the first thing when I saw on my phone the first thing when they said Michael Shea um was uh, doing a sketch show on HBO, but it wasn't released yet. There was just like information dropping out about it, and then HBO already has a black lady sketch show. And then Jordan was just like, "Oh, what is it? A black man sketch show?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know that. That took me so long to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> that took me so long to get to that punch. It was just like That's that. A very long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> that just popped in my head. I don't know why this. Nah, that. That's what's dope about his show: the way he seams all the sketches together. Yeah, it's but it's like polished. You have things that are, you know, I don't know everything, and you do anything now when they have like a bunch of, you know, I don't know how much you're on TikTok. I'm stopped myself. I, I, I definitely have my little TikTok. I had one of my um, one of my TikToks. They do constant. One of my TikToks did like a million views. Like some, yes. I put up one of the news clips. I met. Mm-hmm. It was like a joke about little Yachty. How <laughs> constant are you with that? Like, how much do you have to... Because some people do it. Uh, I'm very, stop. like, I, I haven't done it in, like, months. Yeah, it's tough. It's good. You have your sanity. Also, the news just got super fucked up once people started going out in public. Like, it was a different type of fucked up. I would co- go out of the pandemic. What do you mean? Like, there was, like, the COVID news that was, like, fucked up, but it was like, oh, if it wasn't COVID news, everything else was kind of happy because people were trying to band together. But, like, now that everybody's about it, back in public, it's like everybody's doing crazy shit. Like, everybody's getting into car accidents. Everybody's, like, getting murdered. Everybody's, like, going missing. Like, it's just, like, everybody's out. Like, there's just so many people out in the world and, like, going. And then, like, I don't know. I that's feel just like America. It's been like, bad for. Parts. A long yeah. time. It's spreading. For always. For, forever. I don't think there's ever been a... America sells trauma daily. Yeah. Yeah. People eat it up. Like, I don't... I don't think that'll ever stop. Yeah. Also, people like conflict. People do like conflict. Yeah. So I like to do some comedy shit. You know? Yeah. Gotta lighten the mood all the time. Yeah. It is really nice to be back to comedy. And it feels like now we're finally at a time where comedy can happen and, like, be accepted. Like, there were some times during COVID where it felt like you can't do comedy. Where it's not because, funny, right? Yeah, because you're just like, wow, I feel like an asshole just, like, trying to be, like, a funny guy up here. Like, yeah. people are just so sad. <laughs> like, yeah. Did you do um, any virtual stuff? I did. <clears throat> I started my podcast doing it virtually. Uh, yeah, I was doing it over the computer, but um, it's your podcast name for the that, people out there. You're still doing your podcast, right? I stopped, but I will, I'm gonna bring it back. Um, friends with talent show. Yeah, gotcha. Just interview people. I got stuff going on mm-hmm. for thirty minutes. 
<clears throat> you have pretty good access. Man, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Also, you have a very good um, tone of voice. Yeah, a little radio voice, voice right? Is very good, yes. Yeah, it's very, very good. Yes. Midnight tunes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have good ambient noise here, too. Yeah. The Brooklyn Birds. Okay. This is your nature soundtrack. City soundtrack. So, what should everybody be uh, looking out for with you in the future? Do you got some shows coming up that are, like, the big ones that we should point people towards? Um... <clears throat> I guess the biggest show that I have going on right now is the weekly show at uh, Bowery. Uh, always fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> saying it. Um, Bowery Electric, Lower East Side. Uh, we did every Wednesday. Me and my boy um, Julio Diaz, Luis Galilei. Uh, every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Uh, different lineup. Every Wednesday. Hopefully. Uh, becomes a, a big thing in the city, you know what I mean? We get, right. we get a newspaper article written about us. Mm, yeah, you but, gotta find the, those press people and get yeah. them in there. Mm-hmm. That's, like, so weird. Like, all of a sudden, like, you just see somebody get an article, and then all of a sudden it's just like, wow, yeah. everybody's just going to these shows yeah. all the time, and then everybody's just at this place. It's publicity. Everything's just yeah. exposure. 100%. It's all publicity. Make or break. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, how are people going to find out about you? How are they going to know? Yeah. I don't know. How are they, how are they going to... Even to, even even shit that's over, pub, like, things that are public out there or just, like, get too much attention that probably shouldn't be because mm-hmm. they're not as funny. I don't know. Nothing specific comes to mind, but the, I just, like, see stuff where I'm just like, why is this on such a big platform? I'm like, it's not even good. And then you have underground yeah. stuff that, like, you know, like, people, I don't know, locally that you know that you're just like, this person at least is good. <laughs> And they don't have, you know, like, you know, when's it? But I guess it's patience. Patience is a virtue. This sort of sucks. It's like notoriety doesn't come with um, skills. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what is some of the weirdest unsolicited comedy advice you've gotten? I don't know, just people just giving me jokes, I guess. <laughs> like, or like, yo. Wait, what? What do you think? <laughs> like, um, <laughs> they just they come up to you after your show? After a show? Or just randomly? Just like, sometimes people would just be like, yo, that's just mad funny what you said. But yo, you know what you said? Stay with it? Oh. Like, some shit like, like, <laughs> like okay. Just like, some people are at least respectful. Like, yo, you mind if I tell you? Like some people will suggest something. It's different when you suggest, but it's just like other people just be like, yo, you know, yo, you should be like, yo, what are you talking about? That has nothing to do with the premise of my joke. But yo, it would be funny if you, and then you jumped on the table. Like, no. I don't remember anything specific, but I could just recall just different times when people always think that they're great writers. I don't know. What was, like, low-key your, like, best gig, favorite gig, surprise gig that you've, like, done? Like, what was a show that, like, really sticks out? I don't know. Maybe the first time I did uh, Caroline's, um, it was, like, a Father's Day show with my dad. That show really sticks out because, like, I feel like I re- it was, like, a lot of people there. It was probably, like, 300 people in the room. I'm maybe, like... Not even a year in yet, but it was had a great set, you know. It was, it was definitely a moment where I felt like, yo, I could really do this. 
Yeah, at a high level. Where would you, uh, where would you tour next? Where would you, yeah, where do you want, yeah, what, what place do you want to hit up? I definitely want to go to Atlanta. Heard about, um, comedy yeah, down there, right Florida, Texas. Really hearing good things about Austin. So, yeah. New Orleans always has some good indie shows. I'm gonna be in Cali next month. It's not really a tour thing. It's really just a vacation. But I'm gonna um, see if I can finesse some type of stage time. You know, open mm-hmm. mic. Like yeah. We got any uh, LA people out there? Yeah. Listening to the podcast. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Shot me hey, a holler. Talent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. we might be bi coastal. We yeah. don't know. You never know. We'll, we'll check the views on the uh, <laughs> analytics. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. What part of LA are you staying in? Um, I think like, I don't know. Cool. Close to those. <laughs> Close to LAX. <laughs> 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 cool. Yeah. Hollywood Hills. Yeah, when I get there. Um, I think close to the Hollywood Hills, like something like that. I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, by, yeah. by the Hollywood like sign, not, not too far from the Hollywood sign. I, I don't know. We're deep in the podcast for me to be small talking. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you gotta be uh, talking about the media. So you got Pfizer or Moderna? Where you? Small talk. So we, uh, oh, I don't know. Motorcycle on the sidewalk. Like shit. Yeah, that was the second motorcycle on the sidewalk or something. Unless it was the same guy. I don't know. Nah, it's funny motorcycles in the sidewalk. Um, what have you noticed about how comedy has been evolving that you don't like? Mm, let's get negative on them. Ooh. Because there's a new wave. There's a new wave every generation where new people try to do stand-up, new people do, making shows, writing sketches again, doing whatever, and, like, obviously, this past year and a half has been a complete shift. So, but what that you... you're not about. Unless you're about everything. Unless everything's peachy. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I don't know, maybe people... People just being blatantly racist uh, and trying to pass it as comedy. I don't know. Not being creative. Because, like, something happened recently with, like, um... We can talk about it. I don't know if she's seen anything about this. What? Like the Tony Hinch clip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've seen Wait, can you explain this? Well, some guy who brought him up, um, who happened to be Asian, um, after, like, right after he br- brings him on stage, he calls him the, um... You know the Asian, the um, Asian slur. Yeah. Um, when was this? Uh, like a week or two ago, I think. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. It's 2021. It's I don't understand it how might be people from a still long time do. Ago. Who the fuck oh. is from? But it's. But it's like, like it's not yeah. even a joke or anything. It's just like, hey, this fucking, you know. And it was you just, just like, called him that. But this is, yeah, I don't know. He's just. But he thought he was being the, humorous. The Kill Tony show. I mean, people laugh. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just, you know, but it, it is like a lot of like comics like bow down to him kind of a thing. Like it's just like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing ever. Like I need to go be on the Kill Tony show so my career can make yeah. it. And it's just like this is Those the guy who runs that show. Yeah, and it's like that's such a weird thing, and that's I think why he got like mm-hmm. roasted online and shit like that. And just like, rightfully so, because like he is. Yeah, it was just like not funny. Just like 
It's just not necessary. Like, I don't know what they're achieving. I don't, like, it's not, it's, I don't, I punch up. I don't know. Like, when you do improv, when you do, when you write sketch too, it's like, punch up. Like, don't you, what is, what are you doing punching down on somebody and, like, thinking this is, like, I, it just, I, it just never, like, you know, people, random people, we go, we, we see go up on stage and then they, like, they, you know, decline that the Holocaust exists, or people saying like just random stuff to do shock factor. Like I also yeah, don't shock get factor that. is I like don't. people saying just like crazy shit and like passing it off as like writing. I don't know. It's not. It's just they probably don't. It's just they probably don't even work on cheap. writing a lot. It's cheap. Yeah, it's cheap. That's a very. It's a low blow. It's not. It's. It, how much time do you spend uh, I know we were talking about it earlier but for writing because some com- <laughs> I also don't get this either but some people don't think well I guess everyone's process is different but some people don't really think they have to work on joke writing that they're like oh I can just play with the audience right. and I feel like, work out the kinks every time nah, I feel like you gotta do both it's like I write but I never Perform word for word. It's like the writing is. I write it to. Um, it's your outline. It's a placeholder. Oh, got you. Yeah, I feel that. And then it's like you gotta always leave room for like just your intuition in between because it's like you're gonna come up with some shit. The funniest shit that I've ever like, funnier shit that I come up with is like something that I, I thought of when I was oh, like, that's yeah, so I'm saying. You know, you find those little tags and little add-ons. And Have you ever had an instance where you were um, talking to the crowd or the audience and it was just, like, just some dick or somebody was just not... Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's, <laughs> that's like, I'm just like, like <laughs> I just feel like such an idiot when I'm trying to come up with a word. I'm like, oh yeah, they just gave it a word already. That's what it's called. Thank you, Talon. Yeah, heckler. <laughs> yeah, you're a heckler story with somebody. You're just trying to, but also you're interacting with the audience because the audience is part of your show. Like that's yeah. the thing too. It's weird. It's because like sometimes. A lot of the times you'll get a heckler, it won't even be like on on purpose. You know what I mean? They really think that they are helping out the show. <laughs> or they you know, they are or or they are just really Enthusiastic. They really resonate. You might be talking about something like, yeah, fucking hit my voice too. <laughs> like, or something like, like People have unresolved you know? trauma. That, like, you're talking about that stage. Like, and, like, uh, they're like, like, wait, like, I need to talk yeah. about this. Like, I've never talked about this with it's anybody. Like, this comedian. So they the turn it person. into a therapy yeah. session. Yeah. They just thinking it's like, it's a because of back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've also just had, you know, drunk guy. Just one time I was performing somewhere in Brooklyn. Drunk lady, uh, middle-aged black woman. I said I was just. I finished one joke and then she just like, tell that joke about when you slipped on the banana peel. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> she like tell that joke when you slipped on. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Is this a cartoon to you? 
you ever slept on the banana peel? Is that is that someone else's scent? She's like, oh, I'm no. I don't know, she just thought it was like, How I don't know. Goes, That's hilarious. How drunk was that she, I guess she thought I was like a clown or something. I don't know. That's so funny. Somebody was like, oh, no, get at it, auntie, get at it. Did she ask? Did she say that? Like, how how aggressive was she? It was very fun. It, it really stopped everything. I'm like, what? in the middle, in the middle of your show. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Nobody slips on banana pills in real life. Well, well, if Brendan were here, you'd argue that there he had a friend who actually saw someone slip on a banana peel in real life. Actually, I've been so. Oh I'm sorry, but that God, woman has. <laughs> It's happened. It's real. It's not just cartoons. Wow. Is it the way those like, cartoons are so offensive? <laughs> they could be happy times. It could be the the force, the velocity they're going at, minus the gravity when they. I feel like it's. Their butt. I don't. You know. It has to be a, a well placed banana peel. It does. Yeah, I think it has to be. Um, <laughs> it's got to be slippery. I'm thinking it's gonna be yellow. It's gotta be yellow down. Like if it's opened, I think the inside of it's gotta face up because the bottom is slip more that for that traction. And then when you you mean the inside? The inside has to face up. So because when like that's the thing that's rubbing against the sidewalk or the ground, the outside. Oh, I'm is thinking shiny more smooth. like in a kitchen floor. No, this was outside when this person oh, slipped on the window. They turned it into a Healy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't there. It's just those fairy tales passed down. <laughs> I <have> stories. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry. You're looking at Not that many. Maybe people do probably sl- slip on banana pills, but not that many to... Have a joke about for, it. Not that many for it to resonate with a room full of people. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, hecklers. Do you have any more rappers? Just checking in. Rappers from Long Island. I think Method Man is from Long Island. Yeah. They don't be rapping it though. Yeah. There's somebody uh, who you haven't listed. There's a lot of things. No, well, there's one that in particular I'm thinking of Uh, just because current events that you have not listed that I actually thought you would have listed already. You've lived kind of everywhere. Wait, you said... How uh, how do you feel that influences your art? uh, Would you just say? I feel like it does a lot. I get a lot of different perspectives. Like... I don't know. I mean, I've met a lot of different type of people growing up, so... I've always had like a nice little melting pot of different cultures and but, like it helps me be more open minded to just a lot of stuff too, you know. Yeah. Sorry, what was the yeah. rapper you said? Buster Rhymes. Is he really long? I'm trying to think what rapper you're thinking of from Long Island. Did I say Rakim? No, but that is. No, you didn't say it, but yeah, I'll, I'll write that down. Rakim. Oh. 
Yeah, this is good because like we have a production assistant who comes no, yeah, through he's... and keeps tallies of everybody's point total. So it would have been well, embarrassing he grew up to in... the lowest number. <laughs> he grew up in Brooklyn, <laughs> but he did. His family did move to Long Island. Yeah, at age yeah. twelve, that counts. Yeah, no, he was a lot uh, younger. Yeah, MF, MF Doom. Yeah, that's it. Damn, that was sad. Was that, uh, did that hit you somewhat hard, pretty hard when you passed? Um, I don't know, I wasn't really, I don't know, I felt peace for him. I felt like it was sudden though, it just like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I wasn't expecting it. Even though he had um, health issues, but he was that mysterious guy, so it was like, you didn't really... True. Get too much from him. True. Yeah, there's a lot in his music, and he has he, a lot of albums, so it's like fucking, there's a lot to listen to and go fire. back to. Yeah. There's yeah no, he some, definitely left a legacy. Like he left a Bible full of stuff. <laughs> like it's a lot. It's a lot of material. That's a lot of material. Even for how old he was, I don't know. That's just like that's re- like obviously he threw himself into it, but that's that's just so much. Little Pete. Yeah. You want me to check or you know for sure? I know it's in Long Island. Yeah, no, 100%. He repped it. He repped Long Beach. Uh, Yeah, my uncle used to live in Long Beach. Had some issues with the uh, Long Beach Police Department. (laughs) A little bit? No, no, my uncle. Oh, my uncle. (laughs) Had to to take care of his dog (laughs) for a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. I've never been, but... Who, um, what artist passed that did hit you hard? Or what one was like, because who was, uh, I don't know, like my mom would always talk about, or, or when she heard on the radio, um, Farley, Chris, Chris Farley, thank you, um, that he passed, like that was one where she's like, oh my god, totally expected. She would, like, she wasn't, like, surprised at all. She was just like, wow, I knew he was gonna fall up. But, like, what artist shocked you when you found out they pass in the news and you're like, oh my God. Probably Mac Miller and Capital Steez. Capital Steez. Definitely Kobe for me. Oh. I mean, we're talking artists. No, it could be any, no, 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 I'll count that. I'll, I, any, any celebrity, we could do that. Cause that, cause that one was. He's a filmmaker, I guess. <laughs> that was just very shocking. Cause it just came out of nowhere. The, Stop, I, don't, nobody go on choppers anymore Why do people still ride on helicopters? I, I wasn't, when uh, Nipsey Hussle passed I wasn't a really big fan But I don't know why, but it really was very sad I don't know, I just felt like I I don't know, just from interviews of watching him And I don't know It just didn't, it just I don't know, he just seemed like he was really a good, like A good dude you know? He was making the Dr. Sebi documentary. Yeah. About the alkaline guy. Yeah. Yeah, they killed him, man. Yeah, that was definitely... <laughs> we, we don't need the government coming to our pump house, but yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. I'd be like, oh, you have you take interest? Yeah. You listening to our podcast? <laughs> Google, stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> Off the record, Google. 
Uh, Issa Rae is a CIA agent. She's here. She's here. Oh, God. <laughs> I have to worry about that shit now. I hate it. Like, what? Just being around, like, people like Weed Man, like, I feel like there are probably CIA people around. Do you think he's ever been bugged? <laughs> think he's ever There's been definitely bugged? somebody watching him. Oh, yeah, 100%. You can't just, like, do that and not be, like, yeah. <laughs> but over what? I don't know. I just find it so silly that... Maybe they're not. Maybe they have better... What is he... What is, but he's not doing anything harmful. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I just think people big, fuck with him, though. They just surveil yeah. you to make sure you don't get too much power or following yeah, and shit. So you don't get like, too if much I was help. a comedian who was actually good and people were following following me and I was saying some crazy shit they would be like uh sir you you need to stop doing shows like <laughs> stop pushing a message like if you start talking about like magic mushrooms like in a heavier way and then people start doing them on a regular basis yeah. and then people start like thinking for themselves more and they're experimenting yeah. with them they're testing them for uh <clears throat> Alzheimer's and other disorders and they're like psych- yeah. psychology they're they're doing um uh, yeah, they're actually trying to push it forward, which is I recommend the mushrooms for everyone. And people are microdosing, too. That's yeah, the thing. even people a little bit. You don't have to fucking do five grams of mushrooms. Just eat a mushroom cap. Jordan, you hear that? Did you grams. hear that, Jordan? Yeah. <laughs> don't. four grams instead of the 3.5. You didn't have a good time? Uh, uh, no, it was the first time the he, tr- he tripped uh, that we were in New Paltz. That's Pulse, a for the first and time. And we both, we both took some. Second time taking so trips, though, so I was, like, was fine with it. I was not in a condition to babysit because I was also... In, in my own world, but no, Jordan. We did go to Wonka Land. Had a bad. The, the, like, the oh flowers were talking. To you ever seen really? one flew over the cuckoo's nest? I want to feel that. I'm yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> I did think I was going to end What's the name of the movie? One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Is about, that about a bunch a... of uh, psychotic patients. Yeah. That's I mean. That's how I thought. No, I thought I was no, wait, 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 wait. No, yeah. we have to clean this up for people that are listening. No, okay. no, 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 no. Okay. Wait. No, no, no this you, is real. This is how I felt, though. But, but have you ever done shrooms before? Yeah. Okay, no, he was Many just times. having a bad trip. Oh, yeah, no, no, I was just having uh, a bad that's trip. That's the I was thing fine. is, yeah, yeah. have you that's ever had a bad trip? I don't think I've ever had a bad so trip. You, Maybe you, for a few moments, but I've But you were able to get yourself out of it? Yeah, so that's the thing. He was stuck in a loop. Like, there wasn't... He... When I would talk to him, he could hear my voice, but he said he couldn't see <laughs> me. He was not... Like, he thought one dude that was helping us, Steve, wasn't real. He thought, like... He, he started... Like, yeah, also, he was also, like, yeah, I've done peyote before. I and was, I was like, oh, yeah, of course this guy is fake. He's talking to me about peyote. He's just the guy who talks to me before I die. I'm trying to get us back. <laughs> <laughs> to our cottage and Jordan's over here I he's like all of a sudden walking all the way down like I don't know where he went and then I call him to, he turns around looks at me and then start bolting he starts just running like he's running himself out of hell and I'm like we just have to go back to our cottage he was in a completely different headspace so I'm just saying people just know how take much you take <laughs> and don't do it near a busy uh, you know We're road by, by cars like don't that's why it like, <laughs> increases your anxiety, and we've done shrooms before. Should like, do it in a field in Long yes. Island. Yeah, the next yes. time we'll be a festival, nice we'll be chill. Oh, you, yeah. you haven't done it since? Well, this was just recently. This, this was, was the last. This was, this was, this was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it, was couple, it was a couple weeks ago, but no, I'm I'm waiting, giving it some time before I do it again. Also, I threw up because mushrooms is a fungus, people. So it's yeah, not. It's, food poisoning. it's Yeah, exactly. So 
It happens. She's um, tiny. I'm tiny. We should have both take, taken fewer. <laughs> First time I did mushrooms, I only did like a, a half age. I think that was, yeah, we had the first time was in uh, chocolate cups form. Wow. This was actual dried mushrooms in a bag. Yeah. So I like the chocolate cups. But we did, we did, uh, yeah, I think we were just dosing ourselves throughout the day, too. So you had, like, a nice, consistent high. Um, but, yeah, that was also, that we did that in Rutherford. That, that was, like, really gorgeous, going outside and just, yeah, it's just very nice. One time I did a... Uh... Eighth to the face, and I was I was by myself. It was one of my birthdays, and I was listening to fucking Pink Floyd, Far Side of the Moon, I think it's called. Mm. I was listening to that, and I was watching TV, and then like a fast food commercial came on, and it made me like so fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, and like the sounds from the album started to freak me out. <laughs> So then I had to go outside and then I, I was cool once I went outside. Yeah, you have to change up your scenery. You can't, you can't really sit in the inside. same room for that yeah, that long. You gotta walk around. You can't look at the same shifting patterns forever. Mm. Also, yeah, music was so it's funny that you you mentioned that that one from Pink Floyd because I was like was I, I don't know, I was thinking Yeah, I was like, was that <laughs> that definitely did not seem I don't know. That seemed a little bit anxious to me. For me, it would doesn't seem super enjoyable. Yeah, I guess. I mean, the songs are good. Just like the in between, like the transitions are creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I it also like just bass. clicked with me that like the Grateful Dead is like more of a mushrooms band than a weed band. Because like I've just not done mushrooms enough. But then they're it's just all more, of a sudden mm, like I was listening not, to Grateful Dead I'm in my head. They're more acid. acid. They're more acid. acid. Yeah, not yeah. much. Not just, really yeah. mushrooms. But yeah, they did like genetics more. Yeah, no, they're definitely more. I like uh, mushrooms more than acid. Yeah, acid just lasts longer. It's exhausting. Acid's just it's exhausting. acid's just such an investment. It's such a full fucking day. It's so, it's so like. Exhausting. It's like 12 or 14 hours is what it feels like. Also, one hour feels like, or one, 10 minutes feels like fucking five hours. Like, I, I, I would just sleep so much the next time. <laughs> Your body just has to recover. Yeah, that's, Mu- a, mushrooms, that's a lot. Mushrooms, I feel like there's no hangover from mushrooms. You might feel a little, you know, spacey the next day, but. Hmm. I don't think I really get bad hangovers <clears throat> with anything other than alcohol. Actually, yeah. there's no like Molly. You don't get anything. Molly's great. You ever done Molly? I did, but it didn't really do anything for me. I did. How did, high were you? Did you like smoke a lot of weed beforehand? That's I might have. I was smoking like so then, Yeah, so it cancels it out. It's not yeah. gonna take effect if you because Molly's a high, and weed is a downer. Okay, I, did. I did two ecstasy pills the next day And that was the, <laughs> the best experience of my life Was this a music festival? <laughs> no, it was just no Poconos oh, no. <laughs> 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 so no I was in the Poconos uh, Fucking At a fucking Will Smith party <laughs> Wait, with who? Where, where, did you go by yourself? Or you no, were with somebody? So it was like Um Somebody I'm dating right now And her friends One of her friends had a, uh, It was her birthday So it was a bunch of Her friends came um, <clears throat> And it was like Everybody dressed up As a Will Smith character That's <laughs> and Amazing then, That's like, so know, awesome We're playing like Pong Fucking 
karaoke. Any character from any movie? Anything, any Will Smith character? Any um, TV show? Like, there were like where's, where's three people that were the Sunflower from Fresh Prince. Mm. I was. Uh, were they also on XSC? Yeah, yeah, everybody was like on something. So yeah, it was it was fun. Wow, a lot of Will Smiths loving each other. <laughs> I, was, I was fucking Hancock. The bum. Oh, I think it was just like a homeless man. You put some glasses yeah, on. Yeah, I was going to ask if you wear a suit and you were just thinking, gosh, no, dude. Tell the truth. That kid went quickly. But then, like, 40 years later, people are going to be like, wow, that was a really great movie. That was really good. Cool. people talk about the concussion well, issue. When, once everybody, like, once they dismantle the NFL, <laughs> like, wow, this movie, this movie was historically profound. Yeah. You could just defund youth football, and then you won't have any issues <laughs> of violence in society anymore. <laughs> just no more cops, just, like, being crazy. <laughs> Imagine a type police brutality with like high school football. I I wouldn't be surprised. Crazy motherfuckers play. They high got school a football. lot of aggression. Like, yeah. I I would put my head down, not knowing how to tackle, and like fucking like spear somebody. They'd put me on like the defensive line and just be like, go go at him, do it, fuck it. You small five foot eight. Oh yeah, I was five foot You'd six be back then. Back then, you'd yeah. be crushed. No, I, well, people were still small. I didn't play varsity. Oh. Yeah, I did play Division One football or football for a Division One team, Tulane's team. Tulane, yeah. I worked for their team as an equipment manager, so sometimes I would have to help out with drills. Like there's one coach who was just like, "Oh, you, yeah. you're a coach now. Come on, you're getting here." I'm like, "No, come on." You're promoted. He would just have me like catching snaps, and then the lineman would just run at me, and like they wouldn't stop sometimes. <laughs> like I was just like, "All right, all right." Like there are people in the NFL. <laughs> like you can't just be crazy and not get to the league. Like that's the thing. Like there's also Rob Kelly was from Tulane. Uh, he was very chill, but yeah, he he had a tumultuous time at Tulane and then ended up in the pros. Um, yeah. What did you so, do? Any sports? Basketball talent or yeah. golf? A uh, golf. <laughs> I played I played basketball, uh, football until ninth grade. Uh, yeah, mostly basketball, run track a little bit. Mm. But Ooh, what were your events? Hundred meter dash. No, not the hundred meter. Four hundred meter dash. That's the one lap run. Oh wow! So do that one. Um. Yeah, that's about it, really. I used to try to do the fucking the high jump shit. Oh, yeah, I could not bend my body that way. <laughs> or jump. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was a thrower. Yeah, I wish they had lacrosse when I was in my school. I feel like I could have been good at that. Lacrosse. Yeah. I wonder if lacrosse will ever take over. You guys play sports? I used to play soccer. I was a kid, but no. Then everything else, I was just like uh, in theater or robotics. I was just a nerd. <laughs> I was just building, building robots and with programmers and doing. I wasn't doing a lot of the programs, just the mechanical stuff. But yep, went to those competitions. That's what I did. 
And that's fun. It's a sport. Yeah. It's a brain sport. It, I mean, the, you, it's, you meet pretty awesome, like, brilliant kids who are just able to, like, the programmer is ridiculous. I'm pretty sure all those kids are rich. They're, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like that's the hub. You know when they had the the burst with Microsoft and Bill Gates, like that's where like every you know nerd is coming out of the woodwork. Then you like you have Steve Jobs and whatever, but like their Silicon Valley is just you know tech bros are huge. Like it's just it runs everything now. Amazon. Wish that shit wasn't so boring. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. It's like Japanese. I tried Python. They taught us Java, but it's. I never took a liking to it. I don't know. I just, yeah. I had a little phase when I thought I was going to learn how to make a fucking iPhone apps and shit. <laughs> it's so tedious and like... Yeah. Like, no, I'll stick yeah. to... Yeah, the most tedious thing I could do is probably just video editing. Yeah. I do know how to edit websites. If anybody wants to employ me as a website... Website editor. development! <laughs> I, I do know how to... Use Squarespace and then embed other things. <laughs> you know how to do a lot of uh, editing across many platforms, though. I read too. a lot when I was very Audio. High, so I don't know how much of it stuck. <laughs> My brother, like, actually took yeah. it seriously, and he does, like, cybersecurity shit now. But, yeah. He has more patience. Yeah, I just have no patience anymore. If I could just get, like, become, like, a hacker good enough to, like, still a little bit of money from all the rich people. You know what I mean? I think there's, there's definitely people that just live off of, like, stealing out of bank accounts and... Oh, yeah, they're Bitcoin hackers mining, now. Yeah. Up hackers. Of course that was gonna happen. Yeah. Like... It's a digital... Uh, uh, yeah. Do you have crypto? I have a little bit of Bitcoin, but... Yeah. Like a hundred... Bucks. You're not like salivating over the Dogecoin on that. That dude who has like a million or no, whatever. No. People, all my friends keep talking about it. I don't have it. I'm, I, I just, I'm not in that. I don't have the capacity. It's too much. Yeah. I tried at times to do stuff more hardcore, and it just doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It's sad. Because, like, if, if it was easy, everybody would do it. So like I guess it is easy sometimes Like if somebody does it for you It's easy Like you need rich friends To do it for you And just be like Hey here, here's a bitcoin It's gonna be worth A bunch of money Down the road And you just keep it You just need investors You need You can have any idea And as long as You have the means And resources To execute it And you have people Funneling money in That's it That's it That's all you need It's always just money You don't need like yeah, I don't know. It's, like, because people rubbed elbows with other people in that community, so they have, you know, other people. Which, also, that's my thing, because we started watching a show, what was it called, where it was about, Startup. like, G-Coin or something? Start, like, it's basically, like, oh, my God, this is how, as if Bitcoin would, like, how it started and rose up or whatever. But, like, I, you know, that show just makes me think, like, curiosity as far as, like, Bitcoin, any of these other cryptocurrencies, like, are connected with mobs or like mafias or like you know how many people have Everything stake in that and they can because they have a lot of that's a per, like money laundering or a way for them to like I don't know well that's what it is it's just like fancy money laundering because like if you just have somebody who's your guy and like could 
you could just pay them to do the Bitcoin thing and you give them the cash, then it's like you have that. And you don't need an identity. You yeah, just need I, also the thing the that, yeah, you don't, thing. it's not, yeah. it's no, the government's not involved. That's yeah. also where you can be anybody and free and like, like be able to freely use it and. But I don't know. There's just too many things that are sketch for me. Like, it's too sketch. I don't really trust it. I don't know. I don't know what it is that I don't trust necessarily, but I just don't like it. And then also, Elon also Musk know said what the Bitcoin. Fuck, what the fuck is it? <laughs> I kind of don't. It's like, how are you? I don't understand mining for a Bitcoin. It's like you're making, you're creating It's creating well, a contract. So basically... If people are sending Bitcoin from one person to another, so one person has to have the Bitcoin in the first place or whatever the coin is, and they're sending it to another person, and then there is usually somebody who, in order to make that transaction, they have to code everything and make the contract, and they get paid, so they mine their own What's the documentary you uh, suggested to me that's, like, really... You should probably watch it. Just, like, anything you can watch about Satoshi is really interesting, but... Yeah, that guy. Yeah. The mystery. Um, No, but on what? There was one specifically on... Wait, he doesn't have an identity? Uh, Yeah, he does not have an identity. He is a mystery. He might be a collective of people. He might be Elon Musk. Like, people really don't... It's like the same shit as QAnon. But that's actually a person because we watched a documentary and they actually found out who it was. But whatever, it's just like that shit where like people come up with their own godlike figures to like run these mysterious, you know, organizations. I don't know. Yeah. Do they know where he's? Or you? you they don't know. Wait, they they don't know if it's a person. Like that documentary didn't answer it. If it's a person or a group. Uh, no, they don't really know. Yeah, it's a mystery, but it's a very fascinating mystery. There's definitely going to be tons of documentaries made about Satoshi. But they don't know where that person or people are located? Like, they can't trace... Yeah, like, it could be a collective. Like, they don't even know. Um, yeah, it's very extensive. Um, all I would say is, like, I think it is good to have a bunch of cryptocurrencies, but... If there's too many, then it's just going to fuck it up for everyone, probably, because people are just going to blow so much money that it just creates such a collapse because everybody's going to default on their mortgages because you can't pay your mortgages with Bitcoin and you can't pay your car payments with Bitcoin. Um, Yeah, so that's just what I hope doesn't happen. But then if you avoid that, the only way to avoid that is only letting rich people get into Bitcoin. And then if only rich people get into it, then it's just going to be the rich people's gold. And then it's like, why the fuck do we have this? So, I don't know. That is the cool thing about being in like a place like Brooklyn, because you're listening to people in bars and coffee shops talking about shit that's new. Like you could run into somebody who is working on the new thing, and you can get in on the ground floor. Yeah. And like that's how you do like make massive investments is by being in when something's not valued high. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get something when it's already valued high, then you're just wasting your money basically. Yeah. 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 That's like with cars for sure. Like. They're about to say my car is trashed, even though it's running car fine. Is old. But they're just like, oh, it's twelve years old. Like your With car is only worth yeah, like hundred dollars. Like what the fuck? Like, <laughs> um, it's still drivable right now. But like, yeah, it's totaled now. What do you mean it's totaled? Like I just won't fix it, and then I'll drive it until it breaks. <laughs> like it's not totaled. <laughs> It'll be totaled in three years. <laughs> Tell me it's totaled then. <laughs> 
I have to ask if there's any you want to add on this list before. How are we with time? Sorry, I lost. Oh, we went super long. No, we're not that long. Um, If you wanted to add any rappers to your list before we close out this episode, or anything else you would also like to. Rappers, rappers from Long Island. You got seven. I, I like ending on that number. Cool. It's a good nice. number. But it's not the worst, it's not the best. Anything you'd like to um, leave the listeners with? Your, I mean, we'll drop all your uh, info in the description, the bio, obviously, of the episodes, but anything? You're an Instagram guy. Yeah. Instagram, at Talent Harris. Twitter, Talent Harris. TalentHarris.com. IGN, the Twitter. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on Talent. Uh, this was very chill. This was amazing. Yeah, this yeah. was really great. Thank you for welcoming us in. Like, we want to stay like three more hours. Like, hey. it's turning no, into it's a just very relaxing. Episode. I don't know. It's just very relaxing. Hey, let's watch some Michael Che. <laughs> yeah, we can have a conversation. Um, all right. Well, this has been Sessions of Mary Jane. If you want to catch us, we're going to be at uh, Players, Players Theater. Theater second Friday of the month, June 11th at 9 30. Is the next one coming up. And then for interdimensional improv show. Yeah. And then possibly Other variety stuff, shows. Circuit breaks coming. Yeah. I'm maybe, too high though. I don't know. Maybe coming back. <laughs> also, another short film released after the uh, maybe next month.